Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man. I, I, I love it when I run up into people and they say that to me. They say, hey, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Then they wink at me. I know they're listening. You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I, I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud. Not complaining, but hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you. That I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if, if, if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you, you, you got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude. You got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be If you turn around and go back, you'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. It get tough for them, it get hard for them, and then they let doubt set in 
And then those doubts become facts. And the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been? I look back on my life on so many occasions where in college I wasn't giving my best. And I flunked out. Now, it's easy to look at my life now and go, yeah, but look at you now. But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me a number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen. But at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it, provided one thing, you never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go, go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a, as a failure. Now you go settle on in to life and just see what, see what hand you get. Had When I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. When I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself as a, as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of, of uh, the Bohemian Diet and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure. When I became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story Filled with failures. Couple of things now. The grace of God and his mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of his mercy. Because of his willingness to forgive. And to even understand why we do the things we do. In all of my shortcomings, failed marriages, I'm talking about, man, got it all wrong. Can't blame nobody else. It's just me. Steve ain't have it together at that point in life. I could have ridden myself as a failure the first time. I could have, I just could have gave up on it after the second one. And, and please know that this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today? Couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key that's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness 
to forgive you and God's understanding of why we do what we do because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read, it tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that is due, the next day they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it, understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, he has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you, and he has it in abundance for you, and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I want it to be successful, but if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, man, God been good to me. I ain't going to lie to you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is morning. I am Steve Harvey. This is the show. But I might add, this show would be nothing without the following people I'm about to introduce. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Carla Farrell. Good morning, Steve. Hey, crew. Boys and girls, Junior. Morning, Uncle Steve. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who is that? Those of you with limited intelligence, Nephew Tommy. I'll accept that, baby. What? I'll accept that. Give me all that. All that ignorance. All that stupidity. The less intelligence. Yes. Yes, that's me. Hey, what's happening? Top of the morning. It's Thursday. Okay. Love it. Mm. Love it. All right. Well, we're here. Yeah, we yes, are. Sir. Yeah. We're here. We're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. every morning, you don't know. Thursday. Hard wake up. And y'all, you know, look, yeah. as we wake up mm-hmm. and yeah. we deal with the condition that America is in, let me just say this to everybody listening early in the morning. You know you can change this. You know you can right many of these wrongs if you just do one simple thing. Exercise your right to vote. Amen. Say that, Steve. I'm telling you, man, it is the only way to do this. We are marching Black Lives Matter. They are still shooting us. We are marching for Black Lives Matter. They are still letting officers go off the hook. 
because we have got to get in there and put people in office who will make laws that affect us. And the main problem with this Breonna Taylor and every other case is that police officers have what's called qualified annuity, um, um, immunity. They have qualified immunity. Simply means as long as they are performing their job in the line of duty and they fear for their life or they think they saw a gun or a weapon, they are free from individual liability. Can we get qualified get training? Immunity. Maybe that'll help. You know, this is we need to get rid of qualified immunity and just have police officers be held accountable to the same laws that they are paid to uphold. You can't kill innocent people. Damn In their child. homes. Mm-hmm. In yeah. their you homes. at the wrong house. She at the wrong place at the wrong time. In her mm-hmm. home. And nothing, nothing Ooh, happens my heart. to her. It, it is heartbreaking. And the charges they come up with these officers, nothing. He gonna it, pay this yeah. fine and he good. The family said offensive and outrageous. Disrespect. Yeah. Just, oh. So so yeah. they go back to work too. They still got their jobs too. Well, they only charged one officer. Right. I mean, he was. Right. He'd already been fired. He yeah. was fired. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll talk about it, of course, uh, throughout the morning. We're going to lighten things up when we come back and get into some Ask the CLO at 32 minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. If you want to ask the CLO a love question, please go to steveharveyfm.com and submit your question to our chief love officer, the CLO, Steve Harvey. He says he's ready. This one is from Mrs. Brown, Steve, chief love officer in St. Louis. She says, I've been married for 16 years and I'm retired, but my husband still works. I love it when he goes to work because I get to have peace and quiet. As soon as he comes in, he tells me every detail from his day, what he had for lunch, about his customers, etc. And I don't think I can take much more of it. He talks through, through the TV shows I love, and if I ignore him, he gets on the phone and talks loudly. I'm about to make a woman cave in the basement to get away from him. He doesn't get the hints I've been giving him. Is there a way to politely tell him to hush? Uh-uh. There's no <laughs> polite way. He got on her baby, baby, baby. <laughs> listen, sweetie, sweetie, listen to me. Mm-hmm. You talk too damn much. <laughs> I'm going to need for you That's polite. to get in touch with your masculine side <laughs> and shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Now, on Monday nights and Thursday nights, it's football. Go in there and watch it. Okay? That's Sundays, something. Sundays, That's something, because so many women say, my husband doesn't talk to me. It's or, the you know, other whatever. way around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He talks too but much But it's, it's, it's really hard when you got to listen to something you're not truly interested in. She don't oh, care yeah. about his job or his customer. Nothing. She's <laughs> happy when he's away. She retired. <laughs> She's happy. They've been married... 16 years. Well, but all you right. know, now, at the same time, though, no, the dude ain't had nobody to talk to. He's been at work all day. Right, he You're going to have to talk to him. You've been at home. Most, mm-hmm. most women can't get their man to talk to him. That's what I, I, just to said, I just said that. I just said that, yeah. All right, uh, moving on, CLO. Leonard in Chicago says, 
I made a big mistake by trying to prank my wife. Uh, she gets oh. me all the time. <laughs> this is a pranking uh, CLO question. So I tried to pay her back. I had a friend call her and tell her she saw a female in my car. My friend described a fake woman, and my wife's mind went straight to one of my coworkers. The prank started Saturday night, and my wife was quiet the rest of the weekend. Monday morning, the stuff hit the fan. She barged into my job, ready God. to fight my coworker. You don't know how to prank. You don't know she what was, you're doing. She was out of control. I kept telling her, it's a prank. It was a prank, and the person didn't exist. I got written up at work, and my wife doesn't believe it was a prank. She still wants to fight. How can I fix this mess? Oh, my Tommy, God. Tommy, it's yours. Ah, you went too far, bro. Now, listen, when you when you prank <laughs> Wait a minute. Wife, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what did you just say? He Can't went too far. Everybody, yeah. okay, see, look, you got to understand, everybody can't do this. It's skills to this, huh? It's skills to pranking. You can't just, you can't prank and leave it out there and let it linger all over the weekend. Don't say nothing. (laughs) Now Sunday night, she quiet. You don't know what's finna happen. It's finna explode Monday morning. You messed this up. You should have at least told your wife, hey, hey, I, I know why you ain't talking. Okay, it was me. I did it. It was a joke. I was messing with you. Yada, yada. Get it off. You let it linger. This your fault. Now you got to deal with it, okay? That's why you got to roll up at your damn job. Because if you'd have wanted to prank your wife, you should have done what? What you should have went? You should have went to steveharvey.com and left me an email, and I could have done this for you. (laughs) But she went to his job and was ready to fight the woman? Oh, Lord. Tommy, he was a a rookie, an amateur. He was a rookie. But Steve is asking you, Tommy, he said, because you always go too far. And you're telling mm-hmm. this guy he went too far? Because, Shirley, before yeah. I get off this, before <laughs> I get off the phone, I am making sure that everybody is cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm making sure, okay, you're not finna, you're not finna lose your he mind. He did do finna... something really stupid. I don't know how he let his wife not talk to him for two days. What the hell yeah. you thought was going to happen? Right there. Right. <laughs> you know why it's brewing? You know why she's quiet? But she's always pranking him. All right. Okay, so listen to Tommy. Don't let it go too far. (laughs) Give me a number. I'll call her. I'll talk to her. (laughs) I know. You're going to make it worse. No, I'll work it out. All right, CLO, here we go. Muhammad in D.C. says, I'm a 28-year-old man, and I think I've found the love of my life, but she's an introvert. When we're alone, when we're alone she talks, and she's bubbly, but when I talk, uh, take her in different social situations, she can't leave my side and socialize with others without me. Uh, she comes off as being rude, so my friend's girlfriends don't get along with her. I'm usually the life of the party, and she's a buzzkill. Am I making a mistake to pursue a relationship with someone that's so opposite from me? Will this pose a problem in the future? Hmm, it's posing a problem now. Eh? Mm-hmm. You're an extrovert. She's an introvert. And then you're young. You're at that impressionable age where you want your friends to like who you're dating. Mm-hmm. They don't. Is it going to pose a problem in the future? It's a problem now. Mm-hmm. But you say you've met the girl of your dream. The love of my life. Well, then, well can I ask you something, Uncle Steve? Coca-Cola. Can, couldn't, he, couldn't he pull her out of that shell? Is that possible? No, he can't change nobody. Yep. She no. is who she is. 
dog. You can't change people. Have you ever tried changing somebody? I have. <laughs> and how'd that work out for you, sir? <laughs> I'm remarried. <laughs> so your advice, CLO, is for him not to pursue a relationship with her Brother, because she's so I, opposite? You know, if being the life of the party is everything to you and it means that much to you and she's not with that, what you going to do? You're going to have to stop being who you are. Two people shouldn't get together to have to change each other. Right. Now, if you're willing to change for someone, that's an option. But you can't make another person change. So he should become a buzzkill if he wants to stay with her. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, all right. Well, thank you, CLO. As always, great advice. Uh, coming up next, the next. And me, will... I help. I help this time. I did something. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. You, you helped well, the prank. Oh, yeah. Everything. You were yeah. great, Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Junior? <laughs> This boy won't credit for everything. Coming up next, <laughs> the nephew will run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, Time's Most Influential 100 and the Tiger King's Carol Baskin is being sued for defamation. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Your wife is cheating on both of us. Go ahead, cat dog, if you would. Your wife is cheating on both of us. What a sermon. We want to turn to the book of cheating, if you would. <laughs> Sixth chapter, verse 9. Thou shalt not cheat on two people at the same time, all right? Let's go, cat. Hello? I'm trying to reach Terrence, please. Who's calling? Who's this? Hey, my name is Mark. My name is Mark. How you doing, brother? I work with um with your wife, Veronica. We're on the same sales floor together. Uh, I think I met you oh. before, but I'm, I don't know if you remember meeting me, but um, I, I work at the job with Veronica. Uh, is, every, is everything all right there, or what's going on? No, no, no. Everything's straight here on, at the job. No, not a problem at all at the job. But I wanted to. Is she um, all right, or is everything all right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's all right. She's perfectly fine, man. Um, I just, oh. I just, you know, uh, I, I actually, like I said, my name is Mark, man. You don't remember me, Terrence, but I just wanted to talk to you. Like I say, um, you know, I got some things on that was, that's been bothering me for a minute, and I, you know, I just, I just kind of wanted to reach out to you, and you know, just kind of have like a little, little heart to heart talk with you, man. So maybe you know. Uh, you know, we can get things in a in a in a better position, but I just wanted I I just wanted me and you to have a conversation. Wait a minute, did, how, how'd you get my did Veronica give you my number, or how did you get my number? That's what I'm trying. Like, what's going on? Uh, I mean, I had I had I've had your number. I just I just uh, I just hadn't never reached out to you before. But oh. like I say though, man, this 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 has been bothering me for a minute, and I wanted to get it off my chest so you and I can try to I guess fix this whole issue. But I I just want us to see if we can fix it. You know. Fix the issue. What's the issue? I don't understand. I'm I'm not following you. I don't understand what, like, what is the issue? So, but now you know. Like I said, I went on and got the nerve to get you out. Spit it out, brother. Spit it out. Talk to me. What's going on? Okay. Your wife, man, is cheating on both of us, and we got to figure out how we got to do something about this, man. I, I'm. Did you say she's eating on both of us? What'd you say? I keep, I didn't she she is cheating. Like she is cheating on the both of us, bro. Wait a minute. 
it sounds like you said cheating. I don't know what you. Veronica you know is. I mean? Listen to me, Terrence. Veronica is cheating on both of us. You say Veronica's cheating on me and me. You know, and we got to we got to figure out what we're gonna do, man. But as a husband, I got to you got to. I'm gonna need you to step up and get this thing in order. What you talking about? You saying Veronica is cheating on me with you? No, no, she cheating on both of us with somebody else. I'm, I'm no, I've been noticing her going out with this, uh, you know, going to lunch with this other cat. So I, I'm like, I got pissed off about it. So I said, you know what? I can't take you no more. I'm calling Terrence. You saying to me that my wife has been cheating around the job with somebody else? She cheating on both of us, dude. I don't get what you mean. If my wife is cheating on me and you calling me to tell me that she's cheating on me, I appreciate that. But I don't get what you're saying she's cheating on both of us. I don't get that part. I don't understand what you mean. Well, me and Veronica have been, you know, kind of cool, you know, last eight months to a year. We've been, you know, pretty tight here at the job. You know what I'm saying? So, Listen, what you mean y'all been cool? That's what I don't understand. Like, what do you mean y'all been cool? Because that's my wife. Tell me what you're talking about. Okay, all I'm saying is me, me, me and her been real cool. We've been real tight, you know. Sometimes we, we take lunch and then, you know, don't come back. That's our thing, though. But, you know, now, you know, I'm noticing, you know, she, she done went out, you know, she done went to lunch a couple of times with this brother named Alan. And I'm like, okay, no, nah, no, nah, it ain't finna go down like this here. You know what I'm saying? Are you my wife, man? Hey, that's, that's not why I called you. I called Are you to you my wife. That's what I want to know. I'm telling you about this dude named Alan. I need you to step up as the husband and but, fix this. But you telling me that my wife is cheating on both of us. There ain't no cheating on both of us. If she's cheating, she's cheating on me. You telling me that you're with my wife too? That you've been messing around with my wife? I don't that's not the, what you're saying, brother. Th- that's not the part I'm trying to talk about. I'm trying to talk about this dude named Alan, man. That's what no, I'm trying to get I, out. No, no, we're going to get to Alan. We're going to get to Alan. You saying that my wife, man, it's some crazy shit. Yo, you know what, man? I'm about to put my foot right up your Because what, what? I don't play those games. You with her, she's with me. We messing around, we doing this and doing that. It don't work like that. You understand what I'm saying? Dude, I hear what you're saying. But the beef ain't with me. The beef is with Alan. The beef is with you, No, she messing, over, she messing over both of us with Alan, dog. I'm about to call her on three-way because there's some right here. I'm you okay, right well, hold, hold on, bro. I just want you to deal with Alan. Are you at the job right now? I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the job, yeah. Foot. I'm about to come put my foot all in your You understand me? No, I I hear you, man. Alan is the one that then blew this thing out of proportion, dog. She messing over me and you with this here. There ain't no me and you, I don't share. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I no, mean, you I, don't I follow- hear me. There's no sin that goes on over here. Okay, okay. Do you follow right. me? I do, I do. I'm just saying, you know. What are you saying? Meet me right that... now. Meet me right now. I'm about to come up here where you at right now. Where you at? I'm, I'm at you the at job where, 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 where Ronnie at. I call her Ronnie. I'm at the job where Ronnie at. I call her Ronnie. I call, I call Veronica Ronnie. I mean, that's my little I'm nickname, too. I'm All right, but, but, Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ronnie. Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. No, hold on. You Hold on, she right here. Bus- she's right where? She, she, she's she right, right here. here. Right here. Put you, her on the phone. You wanna, Put her on the huh? phone. Put okay. her on the phone. Okay, cool, man. Here, cool. But can I tell you what she's saying? 
I don't want to hear what she said. I want her on the phone right now. Okay, but can I tell you what she's telling me to tell you? She ain't telling you to tell me a damn thing. Because the only thing that you're going to be getting is my foot up your Okay, okay, but, but 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 Ronnie want me to tell you this, man. Just listen to me, Terrence. She wants me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Veronica. <laughs> you know what? I don't play this. I'm going to all y'all up up here, man. I'm going to all y'all up. I'm going to give you an old school whooping. Y'all ain't even right for that. You all right, I'm man? Sweating. No, I'm not all right. I'm in the car. I'm sweating. I was on my way over there. I'm about to go to jail messing around with y'all. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? You already know. It's <laughs> <laughs> the morning show. <laughs> <laughs> let me hear it. Let me hear it from too everyone. Far. Yes, your yes. uncle's right. Too, too far. Yeah. <laughs> but what did I do? Really but what did I do at the end? Play. We know we talked in the last break about the person that pranked somebody you all and didn't right, tell man? him and didn't say. What did I do at the end? You good? You all right, man? Yeah. Oh, y'all Healed got yourself. me, man. What? <laughs> cool. I put a button right. on it at the end. He just left Thank it out. Thank you, nephew. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, The weekend, Jennifer Hudson and Meg The Stallion are among the most important people in the music business, and now Time Magazine say they rank with the most important people in the world. How about that? The stars have all been named to Time's 100 Most Influential People list, alongside people like Joe, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Anthony Fauci, and Donald Trump. Oscar nominee Taraji P. Henson gives Megan a, 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 a similar raid, writing that she's the epitome of tenacity, of pulling herself up by her bootstraps. She's deep. She's enrolled in college. She's an entertainer. The industry might try to pigeonhole her in this rap game, but she's got a plan that's much bigger. All right, Megan wow, the Stallion. Yeah. yeah. All right, Savage. Hi, girl, summer. Uh-huh. All of that. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations to all of them. Um, in other entertainment news, Carol Baskin is being sued by the family of her missing husband. Uh, she's being sued for defamation. Her late husband, Don Lewis's daughters, claimed that Carol was complicit with jokes about Don's death on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Don's former assistant says Carol Baskin should have spoken out against the jokes and that she should have put her foot down when a Dancing with the Stars judge, I think it was Bruno, that said she didn't quite kill the Paso Doble. Uh, it was kind of sedated. Uh, I don't know. This if that was reality a- show has not worked out for her at all. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it has not. God, no. <laughs> it is not. Uh, Don's family also accuses Carol of going along with the joke in an interview with Good Morning America when she promised to really kill it next week. Oh, oh, come oh, on, right on in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you could <laughs> sue a person for that, but wow. Choice of words. Be careful. Uh, Yeah, her husband, Don, went missing back in 1997, and many believe that Carol had something to do with it. If you watch Tiger King, uh, a lot of people came away with uh, thinking that. Right, Steve? 
everybody did. Once again, this reality show has not worked out for her. No. I can't believe that. That's cool. yeah. and, I'm, uh, and Dancing with the Stars, which I never watched, but mm-hmm. how she's still on the damn show. Is, oh, no. I don't even understand, man. Yeah. Ain't no only person dancing is Vernon Davis. Yeah, Vernon, I'm yeah. killing it. Yeah. Are we talking I, about Miss Garrett? Uh, from yeah, the one you story? said, yeah, from okay. Facts of Life. Yeah. <laughs> the one you said looked like her. You gotta watch it, Tony. But you do gotta you think? Sit down and watch. Yeah. Do you think she's on there? So because they think more people will watch it, is that why they're keeping her on there? She's a draw. You think? Yeah, that's well, we what I'm asking, about Steve. Her, yeah. Her story. Do I think she's on that because she a draw? Have you seen her? <laughs> yeah. 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 What about no. Charles Oakley? He got voted off. Yeah, he got eliminated. Yeah, he He's was so the first happy. one to go. Yeah, <laughs> He knew. <laughs> he, I told y'all first day. We would, see, see, his nickname is Country. Oh, In really? Cleveland, I his nickname. Uh-huh. I've been knowing Charles Oakley way for this hill. Oh, okay. really? Oh, he played with the Walker boys over John Hay High School. I've been uh-huh. knowing Oak our whole life. We've been out in Vegas and everything. I told country, as soon as I saw it, come on. <laughs> come on, dog. We from Cleveland. Come on, get off the show. We from Cleveland, dog. We don't even do this. Twisted your hair. Let's go. Come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> Carla, who, who, right. who, who the best, him or Master P? <laughs> oh, both of them Herman Monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. All right. Ladies and right, gentlemen, yeah. Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. Yes, this is Ann Tripp with the news. Outrage, heartbreak boiled over into protests in cities across the U.S. yesterday after news broke that none of the three officers involved in Breonna Taylor's death were charged with her killing. More than six months after she was shot to death with a Louisville police no-knock warrant who came into her apartment and shot her five times center mass. The three officers involved were only one of them was indicted on any charges and none having to do with her death directly from Louisville to Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York. Masses of people congregated to protest the decision. Cops in Portland declared the protest gathered outside the Justice Department. A riot Seattle, 13 people were arrested. In Louisville, people were in the streets, of course, Two police officers were shot, both with non-life-threatening injuries. The grand jury indicted the only only one officer, as I said, uh, with for the no-knock warrant that evening. And the person they were looking for apparently was already uh, had already been brought to uh, was in custody and had been ar- or nabbed rather at another address. The charge for the officer was only third-degree wanton endangerment. That charge only gets you up to five years in prison. Former Detective Brett Hankerson accused of firing bullets into apartments of Ms. Taylor's neighbors, not hers. And Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron claims that the other two cops, Jonathan Manley and Detective Miles Cosgrove, were justified in shooting because they were defending themselves from Beyonce Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker. He shot first. According to Kentucky law, the use of force by Mattingly and Cosgrove was justified to protect themselves. This justification bars us from pursuing criminal charges in Miss Brianna Taylor's death. However, the boyfriend, Ken Walker, was on 911. He thought someone was breaking in. His gun was registered. Cameron says he does not anticipate going after any additional charges related to the killing of the emergency medical technician. However, Kentucky's Democratic governor, Andy Bashir says people want to see what evidence was presented by the attorney general, said to be a protege of Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. Those that are currently feeling frustration feeling hurt, 
They deserve to know more. I trust Kentuckians. They deserve to see the facts. The FBI is also investigating the case. The now late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg honored at a private ceremony yesterday in the Great Hall of the Supreme Court, the first woman to be so honored. And sad news, legendary running back Gail Sayers has died at age 77. The Hall of Famer played seven seasons with the Chicago Bears, but the story of his friendship with teammate Brian Piccolo, depicted in the movie Brian Song, where he was portrayed by Billy D. Williams. I love Brian Piccolo, and I'd like all of you to love him, too. And tonight... Hit your knees. Hall of Famer Gail Sayers, dead at age 77. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to the Black Information Network, no officers were charged with homicide for the killing of Breonna Taylor. Yesterday, Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron said the use of force by officers was justified because they were fired upon first. Take a listen. Criminal homicide encompasses the taking of a life by another. While there are six possible homicide charges under Kentucky law, these charges are not applicable to the facts before us because our investigation showed and the grand jury agreed that Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in the return of deadly fire after having been fired upon by Kenneth Walker. Let me state that again. According to Kentucky law, the use of force by Mattingly and Cosgrove was justified to protect themselves. This justification bars us from pursuing criminal charges in Miss Breonna Taylor's death. Hmm. I don't believe that's something. I it don't. I don't either. I don't, just, I don't believe it, but I expect it. it. Yeah. Not surprised. I expect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not surprising. It really no, is. No, not at all. Let I mean, me, we've, let me we've just seen put this it to you uh, very simply. This is just me talking. Very simply put, if this were a white woman and this police officer was a black police officer, mm-hmm. Say and it, this bullet of his kill this white woman, this black officer would have to go to prison mm-hmm. and happened. at least mm-hmm. face charges. Yeah, period. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it, it were just simply reversed that way. Yeah. You and you can't even show me the lady in Minnesota that was killed yeah, that by the black police officer. Mm-hmm. He in jail right now. Mm. Yep. And guess yep. what? He's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be. The, you 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 just take black people's lives and there's no consequence or repercussions to it. Now, this law that he has, and let me say this to everybody in the Black, Letters, black Lives Matter movement. These laws are on the books because congressmen, senators, legislators put them there. They are able to put them there because they are elected there. Mm-hmm. They are elected oh, yes. there because people who think like them vote for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. If yes. you want to change the laws in Kentucky, the laws in D.C., the laws anywhere, you have to vote. 
black lives matter most when you show them that black lives votes matter and count and they count i'm telling y'all man we can put a stop to this and we can start this november that's true steve coming up we'll have more of the steve harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show Okay, so Steve, last night um, there were protests in Louisville, Kentucky, and all over the country, really, after no officers uh, were directly charged in Breonna Taylor's death. Former police officer Brett Hankinson uh, was indicted with a wanton endangerment charge. Uh, Take a listen to Reverend Al Sharpton's opinion of the grand jury's findings. The value of her life is not at all addressed in these charges. You could get endangerment if you shot in the air at nothing. You took a woman's life, a woman who was in no way should have even been in that situation because the person you were pursuing was not there. She committed no crime. She'll only act that night when she went to bed that night and she is dead. The indictment does not address the life. When we say Black Lives Matter, this indictment says it does not matter. Well said. Well said. You know, the. um, You cannot kill a white person like this and get away (laughs) with it. You can't. Uh, Yeah. Uh, and if the that Attorney was four General, black officers, if that was four black officers. All four of them going. Oh, yeah. Oh. And the, the Attorney General, Daniel Cameron of uh, Louisville, kept saying, you know, I want, this is about justice. This is about justice. But there, where's the justice for Breonna Taylor? Where? There's, None. Like the Rev said. He spoke she, wh- at the Republican <laughs> National Convention. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He yes, praised he did. Trump. Mm-hmm. He is a Trump puppeteer in the system. Yes, he is. The Republican system, that conservative right wing who is not all bad people, but you got some of them that no matter what, I'm telling you, man, Donald Trump keeps talking about blue lives matter. They already protect uh, blue lives with uh, qualified uh, immunity. They Mm. already protect them. They're well protected. But (laughs) Donald Trump won't mention Black Lives Matter because your life don't matter to him. I don't care what Herschel Walker say. I don't care what the Attorney General say. I don't care what uh, Reverend Stokes up in Cleveland say. Donald Trump don't care nothing about you, man. Not a single thing does nothing. Look at his life. This guy, listen to me, man. This guy don't have one black friend. Ain't no photos of him. Dog, when he golfing, who he golf with? Them his friends. Bruh, I'm telling you, you're 70-some years old and you have not formed a black friendship in 70-some years. Hmm. Dog, I'm 63. I golf with white. I got buddies that I golf with that are white. I got buddies I tell I go and golf with, sit with, smoke cigars with. Look, man, because we run in the same circle at times. They have grandkids. We talk about our grandkids. Look, man, Donald Trump don't sit around and have them conversations. 
Have you, let, let me ask you something, man. Does are, are there any grandkids? Do any of the Trump kids have kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure Ivanka, they do. Ivanka has kids. Yeah, um, has Donald kids. and Eric, I think, have yeah. kids. I ain't never heard him mention them. He might not know him, Steve. He probably don't know. <laughs> I about to say he, he probably don't know. even know. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? He might not know him. Though. He no, don't, don't know. His, his kids <laughs> love him, so he probably does. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same it's just, thing. Yeah, yeah I are. am saying he's a bad president, though. Oh, he's yeah. proven that. I don't know yeah. anything about it. He yeah. didn't take care of his kids. That's not what I'm saying. He's not a good president, though. This country is so well, divided the, under his leadership. If or y'all think thereof. that this man <laughs> is going to fix this country, I want you to notice how bad he's jacked it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Steve, not to mention over 200,000 people ha- have died from COVID-19. He's trying to brush that <laughs> under the rug. They don't yeah. do the daily uh, uh, updates Briefing. or nothing no more. Mm-hmm. No. All right, we we gotta we gotta move move on. Uh, coming up next, we're gonna switch gears. Uh, the nephew is here with the prank phone call for today. Right after this, yeah. you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject: I cut my mama off from my husband. But right now, you heard me. I cut my mama off for my husband. Right now, the Mm. nephew is here with today's prank phone call. Call. (laughs) Phone call. Phone falls. (laughs) Come on, tell me what you got for us today. Bed bugs. Ooh. Uh, But acting like you've never had them. Bed bugs. (laughs) We have. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had a bed bug or two. Come on now. Bed bug. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to Shanice. Uh, she's not here right now. I'm going to take a message. Uh, you, do you know when she's coming back? Nah, is this a business call or something? Nah, nah, this personal. I need to talk to her immediately. Nah, you need to talk to me. This this a man. This, uh, who is this? This is this is Brandon. Who, who, who are you? I'm Ernest, man, but uh, how do you know Shanice? I, I got a bit of a situation here, man, uh, and it, it's basically a financial situation that I'm owed some money from her. So I kind of need to talk to her about about getting this money. Uh, is is totally disrupted my whole apartment, and I need to actually see about talking to her about getting this whole problem taken care of. What what's the what's the situation? What what's the what's going on? I mean, I, I'm basically. Right now, I'm $2,500 in the rears due to, due to Shanice. And, and I, I, you know, I, I need to see if she's going to be able to pay me for this situation or what, you know? Do my girl owe you money? She, she owes me $2,500. $2,500 for what? I don't even know who you are, first of all. So what's up with the $2,500? Uh, first of all, my name is Brandon, okay? okay. And I've been, I, I know, I've been knowing Shanice probably for the last three or four months now. Okay, so here you you want to know it all in a nutshell is it's like this. Shanice been coming through, okay, for the last three or four months, been coming over here to my spot, to my apartment, hanging out. I'm just now finding out within the last two weeks, um, it's, I had to get rid of my couch, I had to get rid of my mattresses because your mattress because it's bed mattress. Bugs. Wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me she was in your bed? Yeah, she been in my bed, dude. She been in your bed. Are you crazy? 
Hey man, come on hey man, now, dude. Listen, you know, you hey know dude, the problem is right not where she dollars The problem is, is you talking twenty five hundred dollars. You talking about my girl was in your bed. Now we not even gonna get into that. You understand what I'm saying? But that twenty five hundred dollars, you can forget about it. No, 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 no. Hold up. First of all, you calling here? You calling here? You calling here? And here is dude answer the phone, and you still got the to ask for her, and then gonna tell me about some twenty five hundred dollars about some. Mattress? Dude, I'm out. My my mattresses, man, are a thousand bucks. It's full of bed bugs. I had to throw that away. Man, nobody worry about no damn mattress, dude. You talking about my girl? We've been together for four years. I'm about to pop the question on her, and you want to sit there talking about she been hanging with you or kicking with you for the last four months? It's about to be over in a minute. Dude, if you want to marry Shanice, cool. I don't care nothing about nah, that. Nah, hey, don't even worry about that now. But you over my phone talking about some damn mattress, man. That's that's a problem, dude. I ain't worried about no damn mattress. I'm worried about I ain't problem, got no mattress man. right you now. You calling my house? You calling mine? Tell dude, that stupid dude, I do not have a mattress right now, nor do I have a couch. Do you understand the problem that brings to me? I don't care nothing about your mattress or couch, dude. I don't care nothing about that. Your name, you say your name, Brandon? I'm Brandon, yes. Yeah, Brandon, okay, don't worry about it, Brandon, because you're going to find me real soon. Don't let me find you before you find me, though. You understand what I'm saying, don't you? Dude, dude, dude. No, because you, you can have them bed bugs and that mattress or whatever. Answer these for all I care. But what I'm saying is, you talk about some bed bugs, ain't no bed bugs over here. Okay, so, so where's she getting the bed bugs from? She done brought them over here to my place. I don't care nothing about it. She ain't bring nothing over there, first of all. But I ain't, that ain't even a problem right now. Dude, you, Chinese, you, you call me been over here, man. I ain't nobody else over here. Right, don't worry about who you had over there, but you don't go call here talking about no money. You ain't getting nothing from here. Okay, first of all, dude, check this out. I don't have a problem with you, okay? Me and you cool. No, me we and you cool. Problem. We already got a problem. You calling me talking about you been sleeping with my girl. Hey, dog, dog, I'm going to say it again. Me and you cool, dog. We cool. Dude, we not cool. We not cool. First dog, of all, dog, I'm going to find problem. out who you are. I'm going to handle Sinise myself. I'm going to you. I'm gonna handle you later. What you, what, you, what you talking about? You you going to handle me. I'm going to handle you later. You want a mattress, right? Hey, hey, dude. dude you want a mattress, right? Go ahead and marry Shanice. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. My don't problem worry about is that. getting my money back, man, for the, for the property of mine that she has ruined, man. I, don't worry about that. I'm going to get you a mattress. Don't worry about that. It's going to be a casket wrapped around that Hey, hey, dude, dude, why are you sitting here creating the drama with me when me, me and you, we ain't even the problem? The problem is Shanice. The problem is you picked up your phone and you called here. That's the problem. Okay, now you got okay, two so problems. You ain't got no couch. You ain't got no mattress. Now you got a dude after you. You understand what I'm saying? You know what? I, I see I can't talk to you. When do Shanice get home, man? Don't worry about when Shanice get home. Okay. What you need to worry about is when I find you. Okay, so so when, when I, you going to have my money then when you find me? Because I need my money. Yeah, I'm going to have your money. I'm going to have your mattress, too. Please understand. You're going to be resting real well. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so let me ask you this here, man. Shanice bring bed bugs over to my house. Leave them all in my mattress. Leave them all on my couch where I got to throw my stuff away. Where I'm wrong at, man? Where I'm wrong? I'm going to ask you straight up. Did you know she had a man? Say what? Did you know she had a man? But, I, I mean, kind of, kind of, sort of, but not really, though. I know kind of, sort of, man. Either you know she got a man or she don't got a man. You knew she had a man, right? And you still went did it, right? Hey, dog, I ain't got nothing to do with y'all, man. I, I, I'm dealing with these bed bugs. You understand what I'm saying? Dude, do you understand you messing up a, a four-year relationship? You know how much time I put in with this woman? Four hey, years. Hey. Four years, we about, to get, we about to get married. And you calling here with this When are y'all supposed to get married? Don't worry about when we supposed to get married, man. You messed that all up. What I'm trying to explain to you is, dude, you calling here on some bed bug which I know she ain't got nothing to do with, but the fact that you told me that she was over your house, in your bed, that's over. It's over now. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when she get home, I'm going to deal with that. You understand?
find your way. First of all, how did you get the number to this apartment? That's what I want to know. Hey, dude, she gave me both numbers, the cell phone number and the house number, and told me, you know, if it's an emergency, call the house. Okay, and this is an emergency? Yeah, this is an emergency. I well, got bad well, bugs, well, man. Well, well, learn, learn another emergency number. Learn 911, because when I come knocking on your door, either you come out or you handle it, or you better call the cops. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? <sighs> hey, man, do you think Tommy will pay for the bad bugs? Who is Tommy? I'm just saying, do you think Tommy will pay for the bed, bro? Hey, who the f is Tommy? Tommy, dog. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ernest, you just got pranked by your girl, Shanice. <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all. Woo! You all right, man? Woo! Boy, hey. Well, it was over. It was over. You understand what I'm telling you? It was <laughs> over. Too far. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Hey man, let me tell you something. The relief. The relief in that brother. Woo. Yes, Steve. Man, it was over. You hear what I'm telling you? It was over. Man, this dude was hurt, but he was gonna but Tommy, he was gonna do something to you though. He was going oh yeah, he ready. Because you, you know what, what that dude's saying? Do? I ain't going to be the only one hurting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you yeah, The emergency number skills, you need to know man. is 911. You need to make sure you yeah, know that, okay? You got scared well, when he though. said that, I think. Yeah. I'm going to get a mattress, <laughs> man. You can have a coffin wrapped around it. Yeah, he was not joking Let me ask you a question, man. Did you know she had a man? Well, right kind of, sort of, almost Not like really, kind of. Uh-huh. Really. Well, no, I don't, not. Because <laughs> he just wants you to know, if you just knew and and you went on anyway, that's the ultimate disrespect to a man. Right. Exactly. You knew about me, and you thought you could do it, and like, I, I was the punk dude. Nah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show you something. Woo! <laughs> you got a man after your Play ass so now. much, girl. <laughs> Mm. All right. Uh, you you thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it's my strawberry letter subject. I cut my mama off for my husband. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, if you're if you're unhappy about what's going on in this country, listen, you only have 40 days left until the November 3rd election, okay? We want you to go right now to vote.org and get registered. It only takes two minutes. Plus, you can get all of your early voting information because we want you to vote early in your state. Again, that's vote.org. Please. And switching gears, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. Yeah, we want them to vote. And if you need advice... Yeah, if you need advice on relationships, please dating, vote. work, sex, parenting, and more, please vote. And uh, you can submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject, I cut my mama off for my husband. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been together seven years and he's always treated me as a queen and he truly values me and our marriage. He accepted my daughter as his own from the beginning when she was an infant. 
I am 29, and my mom was the best single mother she could possibly be, and I got a lot of my independence and determination to succeed from her. I, too, was a single mom before I met the man of my dreams, and when I met him, it's as if my mother was done with me and figured he could help take care of me and my child. My boyfriend, who is now my husband, stepped in and helped me because he's a great man. After two years of dating, he proposed, and we bought a house. My only problem is that my mother hasn't liked my husband since day one. She calls him ugly, controlling, and ignorant, and she started a terrible rumor that he might be beating on me. She never speaks to him, but he is always respectful. She she ruined our engagement party and my whole wedding weekend by trying to be the center of attention and spreading rumors about him. My husband comes from a good, loving, and healthy family background, so he refused to keep taking this treatment from my mother. We prayed about it, and he tried talking to her, but she wouldn't stop being evil, so I cut her off. When I cut her off, she didn't even try to reach out to me, not even once. I've had two more babies that she's never met. I miss her presence. My husband says to reach out to her, but I don't want to welcome the drama back into our lives. Do you think it's possible that she's changed? Should I reach out to her? Well, I'll just say this. I mean, anything in life is possible. Yes, anything. But in this situation, I don't think your mom has changed. Why don't I think she's changed? Because she hasn't tried to reach out to you. Not at all. Uh, and, and maybe she still doesn't care for your husband, but uh, for her not to try to see her grandkids, I, I mean, that is not cool. I, I'm sorry to say that, but say this, but um, that's just crazy right there. I think it's really sad all the way around. Sorry that you had to cut your mother off because she hates your husband. And, you know, I mean, it's just awful, though, that your mother is acting the age of your grandchildren that she's never even met. I say shame on her. Um, I completely understand not wanting to invite this drama back into your life. Who would want that? But you got to try. you got to try to bring the family back together. I mean, that's what I'm going to say to you. you got to try. I, I'm agreeing with your husband in this instance because I just can't imagine being cut off from my mom if she were still alive. Make it light. When you call her, just make it light. Tell her you love her. Tell her you miss her. And you would love for her to meet her beautiful new grandchildren. Just see how that goes. You'll definitely be able to tell something when she picks up the phone and says, hello. You'll be a hello. You know, you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to gauge where she is. Hopefully, if you reach out to her, <laughs> if she doesn't hang up in your face, you know, maybe you guys can start from there and, and rebuild. Steve, I'm being I'm being positive. Well, this, this woman who's 29, uh, her mother was also a single mother. She's living her life, but she was a, she's also a single mother at 29 until she met the man of her dreams. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you did that, you said in the letter, it was if my mom, mother was done with me and figured he could take care of me and my child. Which means your mother was helping out to a degree, you know, like all mothers do, help tell you stuff about being a mom, help raising them, I guess. You didn't say that, but I'm assuming you all must have had a a pretty good relationship. But now she all of a sudden tripped. And uh, he said, figured that he could take care of me and your child. 
Now, your boyfriend, who is now your husband, stepped in, stepped up, helped me because he's a great guy. Y'all dated for two years. He proposed, and y'all done bought a house. Okay, jackpot. Only problem is my mother hasn't liked my husband since day one. She calls him ugly, controlling, and ignorant. Wow. <laughs> I've been called two of them a, a lot. <laughs> Which one? Uh, ignorant for show. <laughs> <laughs> and ugly, I have heard that on several occasions. Not so <laughs> I understand that. You know, I've never been controlling, but. And then she started a rumor that he was beating on you. What is wrong with your mama? Yes. Yeah. Is your mother jealous? Because after you met him, she felt like, you you know, you had moved on. Maybe she was jealous that she had never found the man of her dreams. I, you never mentioned that part of the letter. And maybe she couldn't stand the fact that you had. Uh, she never speaks to him. And he's always respectful. Hold on, Steve. Oh, she never got remarried. Uh-huh. Oh, that's it. All right, hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I cut my mama off for my husband. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, I cut my mama off for my husband. Single mother, just like her mother was, Raised her child. Her mother was a good mother. They had a great relationship. You meet the man of your dreams. Your mama all of a sudden cut him off. She don't like him. You know, she don't speak to him. Y'all married. You got a house that had a baby. But even though she don't speak to him, he's always respectful. Then your mama came to your wedding, ruined the whole wedding, engagement party, trying to be the center of attention, and then spreading rumors about him. What is wrong with your mama? I keep saying this, man. What is wrong with your damn mama? She crazy, Steve. Then your husband comes from a good, loving, and healthy family background, so he refused to keep taking this treatment from my mother. We prayed about it. He tried talking to her, but she won't stop being evil. Oh, that's it. Your mama evil. Mm. Your mama just didn't start being evil. Your mama been evil. You just found out how evil she could be because you found somebody who loves you. So, you cut her off. When I cut her off, she didn't even try to reach out to me. Not even once. I've had two more babies that she's never met. I miss her presence. My husband says he's still a good dude. Reach out to her. But I don't want to welcome the drama back into our lives. Do you think it's possible that she's changed? Should I reach out to her? I think she could have changed, but I don't know. But I think you definitely should reach out to her. I think you do. And you need to reach out and have this conversation. Mama, I just want you to know I miss you. Just start that. And I miss our relationship. I know you don't approve of my husband, but he's really, really a great guy. And we got a great family. And I'd like for you to meet your grandchildren. (laughs) She gonna hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Satan, bye. See, but the reason you have to reach out to him is because sometimes you have to be bigger than the person who's supposed to be bigger. 
You just have to be bigger than the person that's supposed to be big. She's your mother. But let me tell you something. Just because you're a mother don't mean you always get it right. True. She may be your mother, but she's still a human being. And she made a mistake. And for whatever the reason is, whatever this jealousy is she has towards you and this your husband, or just you having a family and finding the love of your dreams, maybe she never found the man of her dreams. Because you haven't mentioned stepfather or anything like that. And you said she was a single mother. Maybe she never found anybody. She just jealous. Maybe she wanted to just keep you and the daughter all to herself and thought thought you was going to live the same life she lived. But you didn't. You found somebody that loved you, that took in your daughter and made your daughter feel like he was his own. And he got a whole family. Y'all had two more babies. And you wanted to meet their grandmother. Mm -hmm. He is a great guy. Mm -hmm. He even said you should reach out to her. Because he don't want to see you hurt. So reach out to him. Ask her, can you meet and talk? Take the babies. Let them meet them. You know, sometimes it takes stuff to wake people up. She ain't getting younger. She's getting older. Sometimes people need to be shaken. Now, surely a slight reenactment. Uh-huh. Okay. You're the Not young lady oh. in the yeah. letter. And you're the mama. I'm her mama. Uh-huh. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> her mama is Sister Pearlene. <laughs> it's one of Odell's old girlfriends. Sound just like Odell, though. Here we go. Ring, ring, ring. Telephone. Hello. Hi, Mom. Ooh. Mom? Well, well, mama. well. <laughs> it's Mama. Um, mom is for whites. I, I was <laughs> Wait, my what? mom. It's <laughs> mama. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, first of all, hello. I, I missed you. I miss hearing your voice. Well, I miss yours too, sweetie. Uh, who is this? Uh, mom, <laughs> this is your your daughter, your baby girl. You oh, don't recognize my voice? I have a child. Well, mm. yes, Mom. Oh, okay. I forgot. You know, you cut me off for the ugly man you married. Oh, well, Mom, I didn't really cut you off. I, it was. I thought you had cut me off. I, the way you acted at the 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 engagement party and then our wedding and stuff. I was and- trying to save you, sweetie, but you didn't want to be saved, so I left. Mm. Well, well, Mom, I'm still with him. He still treats me like a queen. And and guess what, Mom? Hmm? Um, you have two more grandkids. You know, I already have one. I have two more babies. You Do even... you? Yes, ma'am, and you've never even met them. You know why? Well, why? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm scared they look like him. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, too. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, introduce our girl from the Ladies talk. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve Harvey, and everybody listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, usually I'm really more 
uh, upbeat type. I'm yeah. more excited, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what what I am now, uh, and I want everybody to become focused. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, we all saw the decision in the Breonna Taylor case. First of all, you one cop that you fired mm-hmm. charged with one ton endangerment. Right. Something that's not even, for people that's listening in California, it's not even on the books here. We don't even have nothing like that. Wow. It's mm-hmm. below manslaughter. Yes, it's it is. below murder mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with the killing, the murder, the assassination of Breonna Taylor. It has more to do with the erratic shooting and makes it, in my opinion, a property issue. Because mm-hmm. you care more about the walls uh, and the erratic shooting than you do about justice. And this is why everybody's saying, well, yeah, we know we got to vote. We know we got to vote. This is why we're telling you it is more important now. This is an overall plan. Uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron is is close with who? Mitch McConnell. Oh. Oh. He's hit. No, oh, yeah. Mitch McConnell. He's his protege. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so mm-hmm. to Kentucky Attorney General. Right. Uh, Daniel Cameron. And and even though he a brother. Right. He a brother. You know what I'm saying? If you look at it like this, I feel he hid behind the grand jury so that mm-hmm. they you could say that's what they would bring up. That's all we mm-hmm. can win. No, mm-hmm. you supposed to be fighting for justice mm-hmm. and for every American who is not black. If you don't understand that this is a systematic rigging of the judicial system they have put judges in place and attorney generals and everybody in place and they're young so they will be affecting your quality of life for the next 30 40 mm-hmm. years and so let's fast forward this up to the supreme court Come so you've got to put somebody Come in on, place girl. Nobody wants to have an abortion. I don't care what you think. There's no woman out there that relishes having to make that decision. But right. you about to load the court up and you're going to load the court up so that when Trump says, I will not concede and we're going to toss uh-huh. it to the Supreme Court that I set up. This is why people are angry. This is why people are protesting. We have had enough of this. If you are not registered to vote, you are part of the problem. If you are not willing to vote, if you're not willing to learn the issues, you are part of the problem. Don't wear no T-shirt. Don't talk about Mm -hmm. Breonna Taylor's name if you are not going to fight for freedom, justice, and equality. Because today, we mad as hell. We're not going to take it anymore. And we'll see you at the ballot box. Thank you. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Carla's Reality Update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Tommy, let's go. Well, it's that time. She is here, Carla Farrell, with what reality update? All right, thank you, nephew. Okay, so here we go, you guys, on the Real Housewives yep. of Potomac. Pay attention, Steve. You talking about I'm yep. right here. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so remember when I told you guys that Candace told Ashley about her husband Michael's cheating rumors, and then she showed Ashley text messages from her friends at the strip club. Remember I told mm-hmm, you about mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Ashley met her husband at a restaurant to talk about his lading cheating situation because she didn't 
didn't want to have this discussion at home in front of their infant baby. Like, the baby going to know what they're talking about. Yeah, the baby, the camera the baby will know what they're talking about. <laughs> the baby don't need to be seeing this. The baby don't need no. to be seeing No, the this. fact we know what they're talking about. <laughs> right, right. So, anyway, at the restaurant, they were having this conversation, Ashley and Michael, and that's when she admitted that they're not a traditional couple. Mm-hmm. Take a listen. There was a girl who liked me, and I liked the girl, and we would do whatever together. So that's kind of the way that you know we have operated in the past. Yeah, but I've always, I've always done it with you. Right. And what I if I tell you I don't want to do that anymore? And we won't do that anymore. Ever again. But, but you and I have to be. I'm telling you now. You know here, that now. Here and now. The fun's over. You have to tell me now, and this, this would be the time for you to, for us to. Peacefully exit. No, it's too much to stay. I wouldn't. Got a little three-month-old, three-month-old. But we're not going to stay together just for Dean. If I find out anything else, 10%. it will it will be catastrophic for our relationship. Can we cut now, please? So mm. you mm. heard him say, "Can we cut now?" He said mm-hmm. this there at the restaurant because he felt like they had revealed enough for mm-hmm. the show, for that particular scene, and so the producer. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the producer no, came out to the table. <laughs> What'd you say, was, Junior? No, Come on, Junior. Hell no. <laughs> no. Hell no. <laughs> but that was uh, a lot, though. So Ooh. I'm not understanding. This girl used to, likes girls. She's, well, she's saying married. that she fooled around with a girl in their marriage. He knew about it, that he participated in all of this. So she's saying Wait to him. Wait a minute, him, he participated? Three How he participated, Carla, when you say participated? Was he there? Yeah, I, and they were fooling mean, around? That's what it sounds like. He okay, knew about it. He was it, involved. He, yeah. Then, he was yeah. in the room. Mm-hmm. He was in the room when it happened. Oh, he could have been in the room in the bed. Come on now. We grown. Come on now. Yeah. I just want detail. I just want to know. I just want to know. I didn't see it. That's all the details they gave, right, Carla? Yes. Yes. What the they said. Yes. What they said at the restaurant. So, you know, she's saying she's not going to do that anymore. She doesn't want him to do anything anymore. They are committed to each other. That's what she wants. And if it happens again, she's done. And he's mm. saying, you know, it was too much at stake, the baby yeah. and all this. And she says she's not staying with him just because they have a three-month-old baby. That's because. That's why they had to cut, Tommy. That's why they had to cut. Because he knows okay. something about him. Let me move on. They, they ain't going to make it. Huh? What'd you say, They ain't going to make it. You don't think they're going to make it? I don't think they're going to make it either. That information yeah. out in the public? They ain't going to make it. Yeah, and this has happened before. So anyway, moving on, the girls went to Giselle. She had this party, this award mm-hmm. celebration. She won an award for this book that she wrote that's loosely based on her life. It's a fiction book. Anyway, at the party, Monique and Candace, they have been beefing the entire season. They exchanged words. Beefing went on and on. The last scene of the show all you hear is Karen screaming, Monique, let her go. <laughs> yeah. said, Not let her go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, I good. will be watching next week to see what happens. And on a re- reality competition show, Dancing with the Stars, NBA legend Charles Oakley, Steve, your boy. Oh, was sent big home. country. He knew yep. that when he signed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty too. bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's reality update. Follow me at Lips by Carl on the gram and Twitter. What you got, Shirley? All right. Thank you, Carla. Coming up, more of today's trending stories and maybe some sports talk. A little sports information from Junior at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Sports talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Some sad news, huh? Yeah, it's some sad news from the sports world um, yesterday. Uh, Former Chicago Bears iconic running back and NFL legend Gail Sayers Mm. passed away at the age of 77 years old after living with dementia. Yeah, man. Gail Sayers was portrayed by Billy D. Williams in the 1971 movie Brian's Song. Yes, Uh, so. Man, I would condolences this go out to the Sayers family. Um, wow. Uh, I know you, have you met Gary? He was a bad boy. No, man. He was cold. man. He could reverse oh, a field in a heartbeat. Yeah, man, he ran like, <laughs> it was like fluid, man. He just flowed with it. Yeah. Man, he could run. That's what people say, man. It's like, uh, you look at, you look at, uh, Walter Payton, man, and Walter Payton, Payton sweetness, had to watch, mm-hmm. sweetness, watched Gail Ooh. Sayers. Yeah, th- that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So he will be missed, man. Seventy-seven years old, legend, mm-hmm. icon, seven seasons with the Bears. Chicago. Right after the nineteen sixty-five Hall of Famer. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Best Junior, friend. You really Brian know Piccolo. your stuff. You really know sports. What? He's watch guest. Oh, he was man. in the middle of something else too, Junior. Sixty-five. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be missed. Mm. And that movie was really good. Brian. It was. Oh, that was it, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was really that was a, that that was the first movie I ever cried at. Wow. Brian Piccolo. Yeah. Brian Song. Piccolo. Yeah. Yeah. Our condolences going out to the Sayers family right now, and we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to the Black Information Network, no officers were charged with homicide for the killing of Breonna Taylor. Yesterday, Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron said the use of force by officers was justified because they were fired upon first. Take a listen. Criminal homicide encompasses the taking of a life by another. While there are six possible homicide charges under Kentucky law, these charges are not applicable to the facts before us because our investigation showed and the grand jury agreed that Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in their return of deadly fire after having been fired upon by Kenneth Walker. Let me state that again. According to Kentucky law, the use of force by Mattingly and Cosgrove was justified to protect themselves. This justification bars us from pursuing criminal charges in Miss Brianna Taylor's death. I don't believe that. So I, don't. I don't believe it, but I expect it. Yeah. Not surprised. I expect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not surprising. It really no, is. No, not at all. I mean, let me, we've, let me we've just seen put this it to you uh, very simply. This mm-hmm. is just me talking. Very simply put, if this were a white woman and this police officer was a black police officer. Fix mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And Steve. this bullet of his kill this white woman. This black officer would have to go to prison mm-hmm. and at least mm-hmm. face charges. Yeah. Period. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it, it were just simply reversed that way. Yeah. You and you can't even show me. 
the lady in Minnesota that was killed yeah, that by the black police officer, mm-hmm. he in jail right now. Hmm. Yep. And guess yep. what? He's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be. Wow. The, you, you, you just take black people's lives and there's no consequence or repercussions to it. Now, this law that he has, and let me say this to everybody in the Black Black Lives Matter movement. These laws are on the books because congressmen, senators, legislators put them there. They are able to put them there because they are elected there. They are elected there because people who think like them vote for them. If you want to change the laws in Kentucky, the laws in D.C., the laws anywhere, you have to vote. Black lives matter most when you show them that black lives votes matter and count, and they count. I'm telling y'all, man, we can put a stop to this, and we can start this November. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And we'll have some closing <laughs> remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day, Steve. 40 days now, 40 days left until the wow. November 3rd election. Yeah. Close. Mm. Yeah, 40 days, okay? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's closing in. We, we got we to gotta turn this thing around. Go to vote.org.com to get registered. If you not all are already registered, please go there. It only takes a couple of minutes, like we say. You can get all your information on what you need to do. Early voting in your state, vote.org. And it's not too late. It's not too late to get registered. Let's do this. Let's go. Don't believe what they're telling you. You got time. Let's go now. But don't wait till the last minute, though. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I don't don't want anybody to not understand what's really going on here. Yesterday was another horrible day for justice. It was another horrible day about racism, another horrible day about police brutality. It was a horrible day for police officers to be shot in Louisville. It was a horrible day for our president not to open his mouth about it again. It was a horrible day for an attorney general to sit up there and let happen what happened with a grand jury that is 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 designed to go in the direction of the prosecution. It was a horrible day. But can I tell you something? We can do something about this, you know. We don't have to sit here and just take it. I love the protest. I love the pro- I love the peaceful protests. I love the amount of non-African Americans that are joining in with the protests. I understand the anger part behind the protests. I got it. I love that the NBA is involved at the level they are. I love that the WNBA is involved, that soccer teams are involved, that Major League Baseball is 
speaking up, that the NFL is speaking up. I'm happy about all of that. But can I tell y'all something? It ain't gonna mean jack if we don't get to these polls and vote. If you are tired of being ignored, you have to vote. If you are tired of of not being recognized, you have to vote. If you're tired of what they just keep doing to us and ain't nobody paying the price, there are no consequences to us, our lives don't matter, you have to vote. If you expect black lives to matter, you have to vote. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you have to vote. There is no reason, no viable reason for a person to watch what has happened in this country over four years and then want to sit by and do nothing about it. I'm tired, man. You know, when I go online to try to get the pulse so when I know what I'm talking about when I come on the radio, I'm tired. I'm tired of people finding ways to talk about me, to talk about this morning show. And what we're trying to do is get you to vote so you can quit talking about what's happening in the conditions in this country and do something about what the conditions in this country are. This is sad what's going on, man. We are appearing to become more and more morally corrupt. And I just don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that we live in a country who can watch a man as the leader of this country do so many foul things to not unify but to divide and still want to find a way to re-elect him. Uh, That's a little bit sickening, y'all. That's really a little bit sickening. But you know what? His messaging for us is real clear. I don't care nothing about you. Black lives don't really matter. And the only way to get to have him to get your undivided attention, only way to get his undivided attention, got to vote. They'll all listen to us once we make our vote count. We can't keep talking about Black Lives Matter if we not gonna make them see how much they really do matter. And there's no better way available to you right now between now and November than the power to vote. You can change the way they view us, treat us, elect us, and rule against us by getting people in there who are for us. And well, at least I'm not saying we want to get away with any crimes. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who will get in there and go, you know what? This law is unjust and it allows you to continue to support and, and prop up systemic racism. And this has to stop. You got to vote, man. I'm sorry. We do. Anybody got something to say something? I got about a minute left. I mean, you've I mean, said it all, you Steve. said everything. Huh? Yeah. You've been saying it. Yeah. Um, it's go it, time. It's, it. This yeah. one's it is so heartbreaking. Time. It's so heartbreaking. It just really is for her not to get justice. Oh. <sighs> almost 200 days. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. 190 something days and still we nothing. waited for no yeah. justice no justice yeah. no justice just, uh, yeah. we should have knew that just Two for the fact it was a hundred that many days before they could you even know them tell us. well we're not surprised really in our I'm heart of hearts hey, but you know 
You don't want to lose hope ever. And the officer knew what his charge was going to be in 197 days. You know they had to tell him. Mm-hmm. We just going to give you this. Yeah. Mm. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. Well, all we can do is go vote at this point, and we got to do that. Steve said it all. He's our leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's behind Let's you. Let's get to the polls, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 